Your business is an asset that can support a thriving life. I believe this, and I am committed to making this a reality for every entrepreneur and business owner who listens to this podcast. The Women Driving in Business podcast was created with you in mind. Whether you are thinking about entrepreneurship or you're a business veteran, this podcast has inspiration, information, and advice you can use to thrive in business. Women Thriving in Business features candid, unscripted conversations with entrepreneurs, business experts, authors, and academics who will contribute to your business success. I seek out and talk with business leaders who have built, grown, and thrived in business. My name is Nikki Rogers, transformation coach, author, and the host of Women Thriving in Business podcast. I work with women entrepreneurs to develop the mindset, strategies, and connections necessary to thrive in business. Join me and your fellow thrivers each week on this journey of discovery and success. Welcome, Thrivers. This is your host, Nikki Rogers of the Women Thriving in Business podcast. Here today with two things, both a request and an announcement. So the request is that I'd love to hear from you. Included in the show notes for this week is a link to a podcast survey. I'd love to hear from you about what it is that you love about the podcast, as well as any suggestions that you might have for improvements or topics that you want to hear talked about, or even recommendations for guests that you think would be great for the podcast. That's the first item. That's the request. And then the announcement is that next week, I am opening the doors to the Move Your Business Forward coaching program. This is an eight-week coaching program designed for entrepreneurs who've been in business between three and seven years. This is a great opportunity for you to identify what's working well in your business and what's actually not working so well and is no longer serving you and get rid of those things and do more of what is working for you and what is going to help you take your business to the next level. The idea behind this program is to help you get unstuck and actually start to love your business again and create a business that actually supports a thriving life. So listen out or look out for additional details on that program. The doors will be opening next week. In the meantime, enjoy this episode where I explore the topic of resilience and what it means and how resilience is impacted by the world around us. Listen in. Let's go. Welcome, Thrivers. I'm excited to be here with you today to talk about the topic of resilience. And this is top of mind because I had the opportunity this weekend to speak to a group of women who were completing a two-year mentoring program that was started during the pandemic and focused on helping them get back to work. Many of the women have been unemployed as a result of the pandemic, and the purpose of this program was to help them with career mentoring and guidance to help them get back to work. 
And I was honored to be asked to come in as the speaker for their closing session. And as I was researching this topic of resilience, I came across a few things that were interesting to me and made me want to dig in a little bit deeper. We often hear this term resilience, but really, what does it mean? I started off by going to the dictionary to look this up. And if you go to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, Merriam-Webster defines resilience as the ability to recover or adjust easily to misfortune or change. Another definition I found said that resilience relates to a person's ability to bounce back after a jarring setback. So I was intrigued by that. I dug a little bit deeper and found out that this word resilience comes from a Latin verb, resiliere, which means to jump back or to recoil. And when you look at some other definitions, people use the term resilience when talking about the property of certain physical objects. So this is a term that is used in physics in order to describe the state of being of something that can basically snap back to normal after it has withstood some pressure. I dug a little bit deeper and found out that this word resilience comes from a Latin verb, resilire, which means to jump back or to recoil. Now, if you look at some other definitions, People use the term resilience when talking about the property of certain physical objects. As it relates to physics, this term is used to describe the state of something that can basically return back to normal after it has withstood a tremendous amount of pressure. And as I was thinking about these different versions of the definition, I was also reading articles and references in books to the term resilience, and they talked about the ability to recover. And a lot of this related to the idea of returning to normal after going through a particular trial or tribulation or traumatic event. And as I think about that definition or how people were talking about resilience in the context of what we've gone through over the past two years now with the COVID pandemic, I started to kind of shape my own definition of resilience and push back against this idea of returning back to normal and evolving the definition in a way that felt right to me. And so for me, resilience is about the ability to go through and survive an experience that may challenge or squeeze you or even rocks your world and being able to go through that experience and take the lesson from it and actually grow from it and use that experience as fuel to come out better on the other side. So for me, resilience is about taking a situation that could possibly break you and actually thriving as a result of the lessons that you learn by going through that experience. And I think that's a bit of a contrast to what others think about when they're talking about resilience. And this definition of resilience is not the idea of always being positive. It's not this persistent positivity of no matter what happens to you, that everything's going to be okay. It's not about that. It's really understanding the challenges that you're going through, recognizing what you've been going through, and taking the lesson from that. How can you draw from that experience and evolve and grow as a result? 
The other thing that resilience is not about returning to bad situations and hoping that the situation will change or that the people involved will change. It's really about building the strength to choose a different future and not be defined by your past. It is acknowledging those hard things and choosing to move forward. And so that's what I think about as the definition of resilience. As I started preparing for this presentation, it may mean stop to think about some of the challenging situations that I've been through in my life. And I decided to share a story publicly for probably the first time of something that happened to me 20 years ago. I was living what I thought was my dream. I was in medical school at the time. And two years into medical school, I started dealing with some life issues and realized that medical school was not the right place for me. And I had to make a change. I had to make a decision. I had to make a change and make a difficult decision to walk away from what I believed at the time was my dream. And after making that decision, I was really a bit lost in trying to figure out my next move. And as I was preparing this presentation, I had to sit down and think about what the lesson was in that situation. What was it that I wanted to share as I was presenting this? What was my purpose in sharing this story? What was my lesson from the story? And what did I take away from that situation in making that decision? It was really scary. And I didn't know what I was going to do next because this is what I had dreamed of doing. And this is what I had planned to do. And this is what I had oriented my life at the time around. And I had to decide whether I was going to continue this path that I had realized was no longer right for me or try to find a new path, a new purpose. And it was a difficult situation to be in. I remember when I decided to leave medical school, I had to figure out what I was going to do next. I needed to have a job. I needed to figure out what my next career moves were going to be. And the lesson from that was really to sit back and take stock and to take time and think about what I wanted to do next. I had to actually ask for help and leverage the relationships that I had in order to find a job that would allow me to have that time to think about what I was going to do next. And I was able to secure a job rather quickly based on those relationships. And then I figured out, hey, I can go to graduate school in the School of Public Health. And many of my course credits from medical school would actually transfer to the School of Public Health. And then when I started my public health degree, I realized I could pursue a dual degree in the business school. And the business school was very welcoming because I did have some corporate experience and then I also had this healthcare experience. And so I really was a great candidate for the MBA program and really helped to round out the class. And so they were very welcoming. So I was able to take some of my previous experiences, take what might have been at on first glance a loss or a setback, but actually leverage those experiences, leverage that education and actually move on to pursue another path. And so in preparing for this presentation, it was really insightful for me to think through what I had learned 
and how I had been able to leverage resilience in order to make a different way for myself. And that was really a great lesson and a great gift that resulted from me preparing to talk to this group. As I sat and thought about it more and more, I not only wanted to understand what the definition of resilience was or how resilience had shown up in my life, but I also wanted to understand what determines resilience, what it is that helps you build resilience or impacts the level of resilience that you have at different points in your life. And I came up with this framework And this idea that they are three key factors that impact your level of resilience and your ability to recover from challenging situations and move forward. And those three factors that I've identified are choice, environment, and legacy. And when I talk about choice, these are things that you can control. Elements of this factor are around what is your approach to your well-being meaning physical, mental, as well as your financial well-being? What are the choices that you're making around the relationships that you have in your life? How are you talking about and living in your purpose? What is your connection to or involvement in your community? How do you engage with and approach your own liberation and your own joy? And another component around this idea of choice is, are you living by intention or by accident? And so these are all the questions or elements that I invite you to think about as you think about this factor of choice as it relates to your level of resilience. Now, the second component that I came up with is this idea around environment. And when I talk about environment, these are things that you actually have the ability to partially influence. These are things that are happening around you and you are able to, I say, partially influence them by civic participation. This is by voting. This is by advocacy. This is by making your voice heard. And these are things that you possibly can change. These are laws and policies. This is around public health, community resources. What are the options that are available for employment, education, and transportation? And these elements, again, I say you're partially able to influence them, and some of them are influenced by the choices that you make. But also in the environment are lots of things that we can't control. And this is all the isms that we may face in life. It's the isms, it's the phobias, it's the oppressions that impact us. And those isms and phobias and oppressions actually determine whether we have access to certain resources or lack access to those resources. So when you think about access to quality health care, access to child care, access to elderly care, These are things that are impacted by the broader environment. And as much as those isms and phobias and oppressions are determinative, we also have a voice. So this is where voting, this is where advocacy, this is where protest, this is where making your voice heard and making sure that those who are elected to represent us hear and see and know what your choices are or what your opinions are around these elements, they do have the ability to make a difference. The other components around this idea of environment are economic conditions, 
community resources and societal norms and expectations. And these are things that are upheld by individuals and groups collectively. So that is the idea around this factor of environment. And the last component that I came up with in my framework is around legacy. And legacy is all the parts that you cannot control. And this is really related and determined by the family that you are born into or the community in which you are raised. Legacy has a generational component. And I will say for legacy, you can leverage the things that are positive and try to mitigate the negative impacts. When I talk about legacy, I'm talking about impacts such as your family upbringing, your familial relationships, your financial background, and your family history. Things that have gone on in your family before you were even born can impact the legacy that you have as well as your ability to be resilient. Your family history of health conditions and then cultural norms. Your family of origin may have a lot of norms that you had to adhere to. And if those things are positive, that's great. You can leverage them. But if they're negative, these are things that you have to recognize that they are having a negative impact on you and then figure out how you're going to mitigate those impacts by either distancing yourself or working through those challenges in a therapeutic relationship with maybe a therapist, a counselor, or some trusted advisor. But I think the important part is understanding how that legacy does impact you. And so as you think about these three components of choice, environment, and legacy, I'd love to hear from you. Which one of these factors do you feel is impacting your resilience? Which one of these is helping you be more resilient or maybe is making you less resilient at this moment in time? And so this idea of resilience being impacted by these three different factors creates an opportunity to examine, reflect, and discuss what it is that you can do in order to improve your resilience over time or in certain situations. I love this quote from Maya Angelou that I found as it relates to this idea of resilience. And her quote was, I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced by it. And this goes back to this idea of coming out better on the other side, using whatever adverse circumstance you're dealing with and taking the lesson from it to grow as a result. And so this concept of resilience was my weekend musings, my weekend research, and really a kind of meditation. And it was a cathartic exercise to prepare for this presentation and share this story and this insight with the women. And I got to hear from them their stories of resilience and how they are working to improve their resilience not only for themselves, but for their friends, their families, and their communities. I'd like to leave you all with a quote about resilience. And this quote is from Karen Revich, who is the head of the Positive Psychology Center at the University of Pennsylvania. And her quote is, resilience is not all or nothing. It comes in amounts. You can be a little resilient, a lot resilient, resilient in some situations, but not others. And no matter how resilient you are today, you can become more resilient tomorrow. So I'll leave you all with that. I'd love to hear from you all about what resilience means to you and this idea of these three factors that influence resilience. 
choice, environment, and legacy. Until next time, keep thriving. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Women Thriving in Business podcast. If you like this episode, share it with a friend. You can also share your feedback, your insights, your thoughts with us on social media via Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to like, review, and subscribe either on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify so you never miss an episode. Until next week, keep thriving.